Welcome back to my podcast. I am Camilla, your high vibe advocate. Give me 15 minutes and I will give you a high vibe world. Hump day is here again, and I come to you today excited to help you distress and create more time for yourself and for your mind and body to perform at an optimum level. The topic of today is saying yes to saying no. Because I want to remind you that the most important person in your life is you. And that that's not selfish. It's factual. You must take care of yourself first. Otherwise, you will not have the energy or the experience necessary to take care of others. One of the most important ways to do that is learning to say no. And I speak from experience on this topic. And I know that this will resonate with most, if not with all of you. Because saying no can feel rude or mean, and therefore people like to avoid it. We are also taught that hard work is the only way to success, and that we need to water our friendships in order for them to flourish. And that the more people you know, the more likely you are to get what you want out of life. And somehow, some way, to most of us, that translates to always saying yes to everything and everyone. But I am here to tell you that that is actually a false positive. That in fact, people will respect you more and they will like you more if you are honest about what you can do and what you want to do at all times. And if you set boundaries that show that you are confident in who you are as a person in every aspect of your life. Leaders say no, and they do so often. I used to say yes to just about every request or invite that came my way. And it's not because I wanted to participate in the activity, but because I felt that if I said no, I might hurt someone's feelings and therefore I felt obligated. What ended up happening is that I hurt my own feelings. I felt resentful and aggravated or upset for prioritizing someone else over myself. Then I, re- I decided to, to change and to not feel bad about saying no. I realized that by saying yes, even though I wanted to say no, I ended up making other people feel good at the expense of my own happiness. And to be honest, it was always obvious that I was doing something just because I felt obligated, which was counterproductive to my goal of pleasing them because it's not at all pleasing to have someone present who does not want to be there. And the same is true for work. When I opened my practice, you know, as the president of my own law firm and therefore the sole decision maker of how much work to take in uh, and which cases to take, I had to learn to turn people away. And in the beginning, it was hard. I didn't want to 
to hurt my reputation or hurt other people. And truly, I wanted to help everyone that I could. But I'm also only one person with a purposefully small boutique-sized practice. So it was my duty to myself and to my clients to say no to most cases because that was the only way that I could be truly capable of handling the cases that I signed up already and the only way that I could be efficient and deliver the optimal results that I promised to my clients. Even if you are an employee of someone else, knowing your limits is vital to asserting yourself as a reliable person. It is a lot worse to take on more tasks than you can handle and to not deliver the work that you promised to. That can only hurt your reputation. Knowing yourself and your strengths and weaknesses as well as recognizing your limitations is a sign of leadership. Leaders know their limits and leaders know when to delegate work to others. And in fact, they delegate most of the work to others on a daily basis. You might wonder, how do you say no and not feel bad about it? To answer that, you first must understand why people feel bad turning someone down. Saying no may feel aggressive, like you're rejecting the person. And most people don't want to be the aggressor. There's a negative connotation to it. Or they may feel like the bad guy. They may feel like they're letting the person down and then they can feel guilty for that. Or they may feel that they won't be liked or they they will be perceived as uncaring and unhelpful. And as a result, most people usually go down the path of least potential conflict and comply with others. And if you're like most people, when you do say no, you do it ineffectively, and it comes with an excuse. For example, you might say, I'd like to help, but I'm really busy. And then the problem with that becomes that it gives the other person an opportunity to continue to ask. And he or she feels that there's an opening. And they'll say, oh, since you're busy this week, how about next week? To say no effectively, you have to just say it. Don't beat around the bush or offer weak excuses or ham and haw. This only provides an opening for the other person. And don't delay or stall either. Provide a brief explanation if you feel that you need to, but don't feel compelled. The less said, the better. And you have to be selfish. Put your needs first, not those of the person asking you for something. If you prioritize that person's needs over yours, you'll find your productivity will suffer and resentment will mount. Perhaps we can all learn from Warren Buffett, who said, The difference between successful people and very successful people is that very successful people say no to almost everything. You also have to be assertive yet courteous at the same time. You might say, I'm sorry, I can't right now, but I will let you know when and if I can. This approach is polite and it puts you in a position of power by changing the dynamic. You're taking charge, telling people that you'll let them know when and if you can. Another example is to say, I appreciate you're asking me for help, but I'm stretched too thin right now to devote the time to be of quality help to you. That's really that's a really good one because then it's letting them know that you want to help them, but you want to do so effectively. And given the time you have available, that's not going to be possible. So you're better off without their help or they're better off without your help. 
You also have to understand other people's request tactics. Many people and organizations use manipulation techniques, whether they know it, they know it or not. For example, think about when you get a solicitation for a donation to a charity and that you know they force options onto you. They would say things like, would you like to donate $10, $20, $30, or X amount of dollars? Another tactic they use is, most people donate $20. How much would you like to donate? This relies on social pressure. The thing you got to remember is that you do not need to donate anything if you don't want to or if you can't. Of course, charity is important and I myself partake in it more often than I would ever let anybody know because I'm really not into advertising how charitable I am. But I do think it's important to know what you can and what you can't do financially and it's important it's important for you, for you to be honest with yourself because it's not always possible for you to help. And you can't help everybody. As someone who, you know, I'm, I'm in a lot of uh, committees for a lot of charities trying to get donations from people. And I think it's important to respect other people's limits. So don't be afraid to say that you're unable to if you're unable to. The truth is the truth. And there's no shame in it. Another important thing is that you must set boundaries. People sometimes have a hard time saying no because they haven't taken the time to evaluate their relationships and understand their role within the relationship. When you truly understand the dynamic and your role, you won't feel as worried because the consequences of you saying no are not as dramatic as you think. You'll realize that your relationship is solid and you can withstand or it can withstand saying, you know, you saying no to that person or to that relationship. Truly worthwhile relationships are built on the pillars of honesty and transparency of which the word no is a part of. Knowing your limits, knowing your likes and dislikes, knowing your goals and aspirations, and knowing your triggers is vital for relationship success. Sometimes your situation calls not for a no, but for a reconfiguration of time and ability. And if so, then in those situations, you may want to say yes, but under different circumstances or a different time frame. So you can use the tactic of answering the question or request with another question or request. This is a highly effective way, or it's actually really highly effective in work situations. Let's say a supervisor is asking you to take on several tasks, more than you can handle. You might say, I'm happy to do X, Y, and Z. However, I would need three weeks rather than two to do a good job. Would you like me to prioritize them? So that way you take control and you're not really saying no. You're just letting them know that, you know, you only have X amount of hours that you can work. You know, you need to sleep and you need to recharge and you need to dedicate the right amount of time. And some things take time. And a good leader will understand that. And lastly, and most importantly, be firm and unapologetic. Unapologetic. If someone can't accept your no, then you know that that person is probably not a true friend or doesn't respect you. And if it's a boss, then it's someone who is not a reasonable or effective leader and perhaps it's not someone you want to work with and it's not a team that you want to be a part of. Stand firm and don't feel compelled to give in just because that person is uncomfortable. Your comfort matters most because you're com- when you're comfortable or if you are uncomfortable, 
then you will not be achieving the results that you meant to when you said yes instead of no in the first place. Being assertive and honest with yourself, as well as accepting other people's boundaries and limits, has really made a difference in the level of respect that I get from others, especially the level of respect that I feel for myself. I believe that life is meant to be lived fully and honestly. And you do not need to sacrifice as much as society would have you believe that you do. Be honest to you. Be kind to yourself. Create the time that you need for things to be done in the way you want them to be done. For you to live the life of your dreams, you have to carve it out. And that really needs, really requires the word no. And that is all we have for today. Thank you for being here with me and listening to me and for being a part of my journey. I am Camilla, your High Vibe Advocate, looking forward to your outreach at highvibeadvocate.com. And as always, looking forward to our next meeting right here on my channel. See you next Wednesday.